This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from beautiful Burbank, California, this is the Knapsack Files. I think this is episode 204. I don't know anymore. And the format of the show has changed and morphed into weird rants on, on, on me being mad at the heat and all these kind of things. But I love sitting down with folks. I love bringing people onto the airwaves, talking, interviewing, chatting. And this one I've been waiting to do for like two months. Let me check the calendar. Nope. Seven years. Please welcome to the Napsuck Files, finally, uh, actor, now YouTuber, and also just the right amount of handsome, Scott Antonucci. Hey, Scotty, how are well, you? Hey, Ken, how are you? Yeah, this was this was a quick turnaround, seven years. This is the longest. Look, I put things off a lot. I'm, I'm like, yeah, 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 we'll, we'll let's do a show. Yeah. You, let's, we'll tell the story. You and I met at a holiday party. Holiday at, party. Yeah, Bonnie Somerville's house. Mm-hmm. The great party. You were friends with Bonnie. I was was actually, yeah, I was friends with, I knew her former uh, boyfriend uh, since childhood. We were, we were like child actors together in Connecticut. There you go. So you're at this party and then in come the Schmoes No Gang, Mm -hmm. Harlow, Ellis, the whole bunch, Makuga, I think he was there drunk. Mm -hmm. We're all there. And then anyway, we just got chatting and we were like, hey, you're a nice guy. Hey, you're a nice guy. We're kind of, we're kind of like the same age, almost like down to the week or something weird like that. Um, and we're like, let's, uh, yeah, I was like, you know what? I started this new podcast. Let me get you on. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Two apartments. Uh, yeah. Two apartments later, relationships, job, career switches later for, for me, happened. Mm-hmm. you as well, life seven years later. Welcome to the Napsuck Files. Guys. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, I really, yeah, I really wanted to talk to you now. It's, it's interesting now because what I saw, you started, um, a YouTube channel, which I did. We can poke fun at, at, at that, right? Where you and I are catching please, up. Please poke fun at it because <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing it. <laughs> so I'm going to click over like, oh, okay. I like Scott. Let me see what he's doing. And you got these super high quality videos. You're a great actor. You're a great speaker. You got a great voice. All these things. I'm kissing your ass because I mean it. I don't mean people on that I don't. And I know the struggle of YouTube, but I know this is also a creative endeavor in a lockdown pandemic situation where we're all kind of trying to find what we are, who we are, and how can we create from our closets in a, in a lockdown. <laughs> what, what brought you to this decision? Because you're giving great advice. I, to, I today was watching your video in preparation for this of how to set up a good VO studio. Like you, you're laying down the knowledge. Take me through this process because I want to learn the lessons from what made this happen. Sure. Uh, well, I mean, the, I mean, you nailed it. The, the pandemic is, is stifling to creativity despite what memes may be going around saying, you know, that Shakespeare wrote uh, King Lear during a, a plague. Um, so I had thought about starting a, a YouTube channel long before because there was a bunch of just knowledge that um, that was coming out to actors that wasn't exactly knowledge. You know, when when you pursue acting in Hollywood, everybody wants to tell you how to do it, and they all want to charge you for it. 
and and they also don't always give you the best information. And I, you know, spent, oh God, uh, way too much money and a, a lot of time taking about a hundred casting director workshops and, uh, and, and just hearing the same information over and over and over again in seminar after seminar. And I was like, okay, so it's nothing's new under the sun right now. I gotta, I gotta get this information out to people so they don't have to waste their money. And I just wanted to start something where I could hear the kind of information that I wish I heard when I was starting out. Mm -hmm. That was, that was the basic thing. And then, and then once the pandemic hit, I was like, Oh, now I need money. Maybe I could eventually monetize this and not charge people for it. You know, they could just watch it and enjoy. Um, given to the world, I like ahead. that. No, no, given to the world. I like that. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the idea. It's not <laughs> like, it's not, I'd been doing this thing. Uh, I, I befriended a couple of professors at UC Irvine yeah. and they have this, uh, it's like the business of acting class that they, that they have every semester. And so for the last six years, three times a year, I would go in uh, uh, to this class and pretend to be an agent. And they had prepped uh, like, uh, um, you know, how to, how to conduct an interview with an agent, how to, how to compose yourself and how to be in that interview and what questions you should ask and what questions you should avoid and what's legal and not. And so I would come in and they thought that they were just all these students. There would be like eight or nine per class. And uh, I would be on the stage and I would just be like, in character basically with the rest of the students watching and they would think that they're just coming in for an interview but what they were really doing was they they were about to experience all the worst versions of the agents and casting directors that I have met throughout the course of my career Mm. so and I would have little notes on each student depending on you know what the professor thought whether to be harder with them or or a little gentler Uh, so I was uh I, I love that. And the students were always shocked by it because sometimes I would ask illegal questions. I would hit on mm-hmm. the girls, then I would hit on the guys and everybody was confused. Yeah. And, you know, and they're, they're all watching all, all eight of them are watching every the, the, the students that had the interviews were not watching. They were brought in one at a time from outside. And then there were like, you know, 20 to 30 other students in the classroom. It was like a theater setup, and they were all watching and taking notes. And then, um, so that was always fun. It was like a 90 minute improv for me, which I loved. Yeah. And then uh, being this kind of jerk agent character. And then afterwards there would always be a talk back where they would ask me the real questions and I would kind of break character and they would just ask me now in my interview, you said this, but what's, what's the truth. And, um, (laughs) that was my favorite part sitting, sitting back with them and just, just talking about what, what's real. And I would tell them every semester, uh, ask your professor. He'll give you my email, write to me with questions, whatever you want to know. We'll talk. I'll talk on the phone. And only one or two students would do it. Like every semester they would just take up, you know, using me as a resource. Yeah. And in fact, I did it yesterday. Yesterday, uh, I got a call or I got an email from a student that, uh, that was in the class with me, uh, I don't know, six months ago. And she wanted to just talk. And I said, yeah, let's talk. And I talked to her for an hour because I want to steer people away from the worst parts of business if I can. So all of that factored in to starting a YouTube video uh, channel. And I hate calling it a channel. Can I tell you that? I hate. No, please confess all the things. I I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just don't like calling it a channel. It's just a way I try to avoid calling it a channel. I don't think I've called it a channel in any of my videos. I think I just say videos a lot what uh 
Yeah. Have you, have you gotten to the point where you start using brand yet? Your personal brand? Once you use that, you're in Scott. You know, I, once I said that, I was like, I'm, I'm, I can't, I'm in the deep end and I'm drowning. Yeah. No, I've, I've found, you know, I have like a catchphrase that I end all the videos with. Yeah. Uh, which is, I'll see you on set. And, and, and I've started to do it more and more, uh, that like I lead up to that catchphrase in the same way in all my videos. And I'm like, Oh God, this is my brand. Oh God, I'm, it's happening. Like I can feel it taking over. Cause I just today watched the, yeah. the beginning of the first video that I made, which was back in April. <laughs> and I haven't made that many. I made 15, but I have a lot more planned. But the first video that I made, it was like, it was like I was a little high and just kind of slowly pontificating in my sort of cerebral way. It was terrible. Um, <laughs> well, it's the, it's the hopeful heady days of April where we thought we'd be locked down for a couple of weeks. And, right. There's not, nothing bad was going to happen. It was two weeks and then we'll be back to normal. Like normal. I didn't even cancel my, uh, you know, trip to the dentist, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. uh, let me ask, why do you, why do you think, first of all, I love the long form, bad agent improv scene. That yes. is amazing. Uh, I, I <laughs> some of that stuff um why do you think people have a tough time actually asking for help even when it's offered it's i mean i i'm just you know the the whole the whole thing about acting that scares people the most or and or makes people reject it finally and realize it really wasn't their dream (laughs) is rejection it's the it's that that fear of they might not like me and uh, they're going to judge me and Mm. And mm. I, 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 you know, I've, I've had to overcome that in, in, in terms of yeah. that overcome that sounds like a hard strife uh, that I face, but no, I've, I've had to, <laughs> I've had to figure out how to, um, look at what I had perceived as rejection and understand that it has nothing to do with actual rejection. And the more you work as an actor, mm-hmm. the, the let the more you let go, I think for me, the more I let go of judging myself that way and feeling like others are judging me. Last night I was on a night mm. shoot for a film and I was uh, doing these takes and I was like, I don't, I don't know if I'm any good at all. And that, that thought alone would have been debilitating to me, uh, you know, 15 yeah. years ago as an actor. But last night I, I said, I don't know if I'm any good at all. I'm so tired. It's two o'clock in the morning. We're still shooting this, this scene. And and the, they would watch it afterwards on the monitor and a couple of them, a couple of the crew laughed. And I was like, oh, maybe it's good. I don't, I don't know. I can't tell. And and then when the director says it's good, I, I'm i like, hey, as long as you're happy, cool, let's move on. You know, I'm, I'm not looking for that <laughs> approval and please don't reject me anymore. So I, th- I think that's what it is. Yeah, no, that's powerful stuff. And. And it goes beyond acting and, and, and shocker act actors are humans. I don't know if people know that. What? But, and, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> what, and what are you talking about? Experiences. Um, but I, I, it, that's universal. It's a universal theme to our conversation here. What you're saying, yeah. it's just feeling of what we, what you said, uh, you said it more eloquent than me, but like this, what we feel is rejection isn't actually rejection of us. Correct. Uh, and, and it takes a while to get to that point, but, but acting, acting is built on rejection imagined or not. <laughs> it's well, it's like, built on rejection and, and, and a lot of, false promises. You know, I've had agents tell me you're, you're going to be in, in every commercial that, that we get for the next year. You know, the, I've had agents meet with me and introduce me around all the other to all the other agents in the agency. And like, this is yeah. Scott, he's incredibly talented and we're going to be taking him on. And then I never hear from him again. 
Right. And, and that, that happens. Like I, I heard this is a, uh, I'm going to date myself. Uh, well, we're the same age. Um, uh, Sinbad was talking about how he met 62, Scott. They know him 62. Oh, they do. They know. Okay. Well, that's good. As long as they know, uh, Sinbad, the comedian, uh, who's, you know, he's around still. Uh, yeah, he was talking about meeting with agents and coming out of an agent meeting and feeling like, well, I'm going to go buy a car cause I can now. I mean, clearly my ship has come in. And, and then yeah. you never hear from them again. And I've, <laughs> I've always remembered that because it's happened over and over again. That they, they just tell you it's going to happen and then nothing happens. It's a town of, of false promises indeed. And, and, and yeah. you have to find, find that uh, internal strength and uh, get there. And I'm not saying if you're not there, you don't have internal strength. It's there for you to find. I, I, I think age, experience, but also perspective i mean you you know i'm not saying you discovered this last week you probably got right. here a while ago um yeah i just, found i found internal depression first before i found strength <laughs> i found internal like uh anxiety internal depression those those came first when, uh, we, when you and i i don't want to get you know if you don't want to talk personal stuff too, too much but care. like you know when, when you and i first started meeting it eddie we text occasionally or dm and like hey yeah and i'd make a false promise of getting you on the show because i'm like a hollywood agent um yeah you know you uh you and At I, that I, point, I'd stop judging. I was like, oh, well, he's he's telling me he's going to get me on the show, but it'll never happen. It will never, it'll never happen. Um, the the idea, uh, you and I think, I think if I remember, you and I were both in different spots relationship-wise. Uh, At the time? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I know I was. When You mean saying when we met, when we met at the party? Yeah, yeah. I was alone and, and sad. Um, I feel like I was always alone and sad. Um, <laughs> I, I think that's why we had, Part of why we connected. Okay. Yeah. That could have been our bond. Like we're alone and sad and neither one of us is thriving in our careers. Yeah. 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 We, we feel as though we're not where we need to be. We're right. maybe more talented where we need to be, which talent doesn't necessarily translate to deserves. You have to exactly. you know of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, and then we were at a party with cool people, a lot of beautiful people. I mean, you're a beautiful man my, yourself too. Well, as are you, sir. You know, scruffy men now that's why i'm doing uh, this. Yeah. So i think there was some of that connection of just like oh yeah like-minded soul <laughs> yeah, like-minded depressed yeah. soul yes uh-huh i think that's right you, you dig deep you find the the uh, perspective perception and the perspective and, and the internal strength that uh, which doesn't mean well, you don't have bad weeks days months minutes and that the industry doesn't still upset you well and i and i i think i think just part of that connection too if you don't mind me getting personal is is uh is that we also sporadically, not consistently necessarily, but sporadically, we would release some kind of content somewhere on Periscope or on Instagram, any of these things that were available to us, where we would just sit and talk about how depressed we were. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 you can still find on my Instagram uh, yeah. little little paragraphs of how, how you know, the dark nights of my soul uh, yeah, yeah. you know, and it's, I look back and laugh a little bit and debate whether I should delete those kind of things. But, but I think we're both of us, we're not afraid to be like, look, this, we're human. We're vulnerable. Let's just talk yeah. about it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I feel if you talk about it, you can own it in a, in a way. Uh, yeah. and, and especially when it comes to like things of depression, which is a, is a constant battle, but yeah, it's right. an owner. Yeah. And I do remember, you know, you know, uh, you know, cause you, you and I, other than that party, we don't necessarily, I wouldn't say we, we might know some of the same people, but we don't necessarily run in the same circles. No, uh, I don't think so. Yeah yet you know yeah uh, we'll get through this sir uh i can't wait to sit around a fire pit with you finally 
Uh, and that's not a ho- false Hollywood promise. It's a false Burbank promise. Um, that's a no, false um, Burbank promise. <laughs> I remember, you know, you're, you, you'd be a name that would pop up on a comment and I would come on your stuff, right? You know, it's like, right. that's how it works sometimes. And I remember, I think shortly after I got into the relationship with, with Grace, uh, picture was posted. I remember you comment. I couldn't even tell you what the comment is. It doesn't matter. But I remember thinking it, you had such a, a warmth to like. I was thrilled. Hey, I, man. I couldn't, have, I couldn't be happier. I was so, it was like, it was like we were all kids. We were all, it was like, we're all nerds, 13 years old. And one of us finally made it <laughs> out and was with a beautiful woman and was successful. And like, like uh, that was the, the feeling. I was so thrilled. Yeah. No, and I felt it. I felt it, man. Uh, and uh, you know, I want to return the favor of what you what you're putting out there in the world with the, discussing this, oh, this panel. And, and to go back, and and I love I love that you. Um, I wouldn't even say like at this point, but there's I I think sometimes there's a because I've been teaching podcast classes and and, mm-hmm. and, and libraries here, uh, uh, and it's fun and it's rewarding. And I'm just starting, and I hope and I hope to do more. That's really but there, cool. I've been a coach and and you've probably done some sort of form of theater or acting, you know, (laughs) you know, I think there's sometimes a a weird notion of, of teaching somehow means you can't do it or can't do it anymore. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. there is that. And YouTube uh, definitely has that stigma uh, to it. Uh, But, you know, Brie Larson just started a channel and Will Smith dominated it for like a good couple of months about yeah. a year or two ago and and so it, it was getting more and more mainstream without totally going mainstream like youtube had these huge celebrities that were doing well but then it also had somebody who just came along and all of a sudden within a year dominated their particular niche you know that yeah. so that was still like oh it's still a viable thing and i don't mm-hmm. think it's going anywhere google's not going anywhere yeah. so i thought well if i could just you know, you know, I, I debated what, what to talk about for, you yeah. know, how, how much of a blog I, I wanted it to be. And I'm not really a, yet a fan of the, the like, I'm going to go show you my lifestyle and come with me on an audition. I don't, I don't do that yet. I, I want to see a Scott Antonucci, um, um, video uh, unpacking video where, where you, 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 you're, you, I went to Ross Christopher and here's my, uh, hall. Here's my shirt I got. Yeah, I, I went. I went to H and M so I could get some audition clothes and look out. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. that. Yeah, I, I haven't done that yet. Like mm-hmm. I'm still, and I think I have so much. You know, I, I, if I had my druthers, I'd be. Uh, that's a phrase that I just pulled right out of nowhere. If I had my druthers, if I had my druthers, I would. Uh, I would be. You know, writing and acting in film. That. That's it. Sure. Um, sure. And so this is the YouTube version of that. And I craft, <laughs> sounds awful because I didn't at first, but now I script the, these, these YouTube videos out and mm-hmm. they take way longer than they should because I want the perfect, authentic, not too hammy, not too, I want a good take. And yeah. it's, it's, yeah, there's that little sense of perfectionism that comes into it. But and it I have showed- a, a beginning, middle, and end to the scripts, and I have mm-hmm. okay in the in the teaser. Make sure you do this, and make sure you say this, and keep the story alive, and all these little things. You and you edit them. I mean, you're one stop shop. Yeah, uh, I edit them too. Yeah. No, I, I saw this one. You, you know, you have a five act uh, structure to your YouTube. Yes, script. I do. <laughs> God bless this Renaissance man. Um, <laughs> no, I know. Um, but I'm happy to share it with anybody. It's just like, it's an easy. It's oh. just a template that I load up, and then I write on top of every 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 video. 
I'm telling you now, I, I have, uh, you know, Lapstock Files listeners who are doing their own podcasts or starting their own podcasts or want to do channels and, and, you know, who maybe are quote, I'm putting air quotes around like outside, I see them. Yeah, they, uh, outside the industry. Maybe they don't feel that they can do it or they don't know the skills. I, I highly recommend the, this one particular video that Scott did, my friends, of, of, of how to make a YouTube video because, you know, it, 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 it is very well thought out and shot well and that's what i was going to ask you i mean your script you get the scripts and all stuff mm -hmm. and, you know, i'm sure you could wing it with the best of them i just know you're a, you you remind me of 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 my girlfriend just a, an actor who wants who wants not just the script but just like i i want to know what i need to hit for you yeah. and to make yeah. it effective. I get it well i mean i'm i'm winging it right now and I and i don't always love the things that come out of my mouth and in, in this moment i'm like oh, i'm close to what i want to say but uh, it's not quite right you know, that's how I feel in, in every moment of life. And so, yeah, yeah I'm, when I have the opportunity to make sure I'm scripted, I'm, I'm happy. But sure, the quality of your videos is, is great, which can be Thank frustrating you. because YouTube doesn't always reward quality, nor does podcasts. Mm -hmm. uh, I, you know, you and I were talking after I, I'm putting a lot of work and effort into scripting Saturday Night Napsock. I loved it. It was right. creatively just one of my favorite mm -hmm. things. You know, it, it's not getting a lot of eyes and ears. That's fine. That's fine. And it so had, I had my ears last week. I tell you that. Well, Thank you, sir. Yeah. Uh, no, your videos are shot beautifully. Uh, that's the, one of the big questions I was going to ask you. Mm -hmm. uh, how you put those? You, you've got like, that's some good cinematography, buddy. Oh, uh, I mean, thank you. Uh, I did a little, uh, little research and you know, watched a hundred YouTube videos about making YouTube videos uh, and what kind of cameras to use. And um, mm -hmm. I decided on the uh, Canon M50, which is just this, I, I'm not, obviously sponsored or anything, but, uh, the Canon M50 is, um, a pretty basic about to be really professional camera, but, but just below that, but it's good enough. So I'm not shooting in 4k. I decided 1080p was fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I, I'm using the lens that came with it. I may upgrade to a lens at some point, but that's another $400 purchase. So I'm like, I'll wait on that. Uh, yeah, just hold off on that. And, and so I set that up on a, a cheap tripod that was $30 and yeah. I try to get the lens so that it's, you know, like the camera's a little far away from me and then I'm a little farther away from the camera and then there's still a wall behind me. So there's some depth to it. And then I spend a lot of time, like a good hour to two hours lighting the background with a lamp oh here or, or setting up exactly where the, the silly statue of Caesar that I have in all my videos setting up where that is. And, uh, once I figured all that out, then I make sure the lights on myself. And then there's also, um, I just, I just bought, this is my first upgrade in months, a, a soft box light oh, yeah, okay. just to have something. Um, but before the soft box, and I don't think you need to get one before that, I was just making sure I was orienting myself to the window and right. being really close, like within a, a foot or two of the window so that that light was coming on me. And then. Yeah. I mean, you can see it in the video that I made, but it's, it's a lot yeah. of like arranging and looking and arranging and looking and just it, I let my perfectionism just take over for that point. Yeah. And then, then yeah, it, it ends up turning out well. Like I wanted a little blur in the background, but not too much. So it looks like it's a green screen. It's uh, yeah. yeah. No, and dude, I it, think that matters because I, I think what I have to say uh, yeah. is worth the quality of the picture. That's oh, there you go. That's that's a T-shirt quote, right? Yeah. There. <laughs> thanks, thanks. 
Oh, it is. No, no, it shows. It shows. But you see, it's been we've been talking for like uh, twenty minutes, and it took me that long to come up with what would be what would go into my YouTube video. Now I have one line. That's how long this goes. I, right. I want you to do a video on that one there. No, it's 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 powerful. It's one fascinating stuff. We're not just here talking about. Hey, one guy starts YouTube channel. We're talking about the life and the lessons. And and I was going to ask you too, like yeah. Again, jokes aside, and and you getting into YouTube, and which has been around, and people's careers have come and gone on, and everything, and here you are, like, okay, I want to put my energy in, into this. You look around, and what do I have to offer? At, at what point did you think, what's what is the point? I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to get anything out of this. Uh, at what point did that turn into? You know what? I have a story to tell, and I want to share it. The, um, so the the true answer is is that thought never goes away. Yesterday I was thinking, what is the point of this YouTube thing? And then I was like, well, I can't think that I have to go on uh, uh, the podcast tomorrow. I can't, I gotta be careful. Napsock's going to kill me. Uh, You know, so like if all of a sudden I'm just, I'm done. And my next video is I'm ending my channel. Thanks so much. Um, But there's all, I think that's always there. And I think it's just a matter of how much you turn up the volume on that thought. Mm or turn it down. And I heard it yesterday. And I was like, Oh, I'll just turn that down. And, yeah. and it just, it comes and goes. There are times when I do three videos in a row that I'm like, I like these and I like these topics. And I think that it's important for people to know this stuff. And I wish I had heard this. That's always my driving thing. I wish I had heard this when I was younger. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, but always in between, I'm like, this might be pointless. And what if an agent sees this and thinks I'm too cheesy? Cause I'm, I'm hamming it up a little, like there's a little camp to it. There's a little, I lean into my dad jokes. I lean into the corniness. <laughs> I'm fine with all that. As yeah. the, and I, I'm trying not to have it be a YouTube character. Mm-hmm. But the more I do it, the more I'm like, oh, this is who I am when I turn this. Ca- it's different. It's, there's definitely a difference. And so uh, finding the, the tone where, okay, now here's a little authentic, real me. And then I could be cheesy again. It's, it's tricky. Yeah. No, no. Look, I, and even in the podcast class, I, the last one I taught, it was the, one of the stickier part of the classes is, uh, I was trying to explain having a broadcast character and, and right. I got some great questions of well, what kind of character do you play? And I was kind of like stumbling to explain what you just kind of described with what well, I'm playing me, I'm playing me, but this is an entertainment piece and you have to project something else versus Right. Guy, guy in room. Right. And, um, you, and YouTube uh, tricks you because there's so many people who just sit there and talk uh, to a, to a numbing degree sometimes. And it, yes. and, and they're just, and they're not doing the character. They're just, they're just mm-hmm. talking out loud in front of a camera and you're like, Oh, okay. That's acceptable here. But you and I come from a school where like, no, nah, it's not acceptable. We got to put something into it. We got to, <laughs> we got to. Yeah, well, yeah. And look, and, and maybe, maybe those listening shouldn't take the advice from me because, you know, I don't have the huge Spotify contract. I don't have all that kind of stuff. I, you know, uh, I, I get it, but uh, yeah, no, I can't not do it that way. Right. Uh, it is a performance. It is me uh, turning something else on. And I always give the example, Steve Martin, by all accounts, is the most boring man to be around. Uh, I'm pretty boring too. <laughs> just, you know? He's just playing his banjo, and you're like, Steve, could you put the banjo down, please? Yeah, stop staring at he's, art in your house, Steve. He's like, do you want to see a magic trick? I'm like, no, Steve, I don't want to see a magic trick. Just stop yeah. it. And I, I doubt you're as bored as me, Scott, but like, I know what you mean. <laughs> I think that's part of putting together these videos and why the quality shows through in yours. You, you are giving monologues 
uh, here that are that are helpful, informative. And I'm not lying to those listening. I want, I want, you know, as we start to wrap up here, I want you to go to subscribe to the channel, give Scott a like, and all those kind you. of things. But it's like, here I am. I'm an old crusty guy who works uh, for two very big YouTube channels, and I'm watching your thing going, oh, that's a great thought. Uh, oh, yeah, I'd never really, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I love what you're bringing to it here. Oh, and, good. And I love, I love that you admit that you constantly have to turn down the volume on doubt. That's a great yeah. thing. Yeah, doubt's always present. It's, it's never gone. Always present. But, it, but I think it, it, the other side of that is it drives you to, to you know, quash it with, uh, with something great. With I'm, I'm going to be better this time, and then you'll shut up next time, doubt. You'll see. Next. <laughs> yeah, next video, you're going to be like, well, you can't doubt that. It was amazing. Okay. And then the next video comes out and be like, oh, well, maybe the next one. You definitely yeah. can't doubt is it kind of like life when you're like, you're at one point, you're like, man, I really love the clothes I'm wearing, the hairstyle I have. I am on the top of my game. And then five years later, you look yes. back and what was I think? Yes. Except for right now, I'm looking back at April and going, what was I thinking? <laughs> just April. It's just there April. Is, yeah. There is no time in a pandemic. I yeah. cannot be recording on September. No, doubt is, doubt itself as a character is an eternal optimist. Doubt can always continue doubting. That's, that's what doubt wow. does. That's that sounds like poetry. See, did you write that down? I did not. That was not, I had prepared nothing for this. Maybe I should have now that I'm thinking yeah. about it. No, see, you're, you're floating around. You're in a boxing ring punching like a, it's yeah. great. It's great, man. I love it. Uh, Scott, we could probably talk a lot more uh, life, the universe and everything. And all jokes aside, this only took, you know, seven years to happen and we'll do it again sooner. I can't and- wait till 2027 when we do this again. It's going to be great. 2027, yeah. I'll have all my hair back because I'll finally pay for some transplants. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of fun. I will uh, have my hologram YouTube channel just rocking <laughs> by that point. You'll be on uh, TikTok 3.1 or whatever. Oh, new version. yeah. No, I've got the TikTok. I just dub on TikTok. It's no. It's, yeah, I do a lot of dubbing. I find something I find interesting, and then I spend way too long trying to make sure my mouth matches it exactly. That's, that's my TikTok experience. It works. It works. Uh, Scott, now is the point in the show where you yes. put yourself over and tell everybody where they can follow you, find you, subscribe and rate and review your YouTube channel. Wow. Well, I think you should just Google Scott Antonucci and I will come up all over the place. Uh, luckily, I will be the YouTube channel is called Scott Antonucci and I am on Instagram as at Scott Antonucci and I'm on Twitter as at Scott Antonucci. See, that's a good branding, Scott. You're yeah. doing it well. You got a channel. Thanks. You got branding across the board. <laughs> it's just my name. <laughs> that's, yeah. Didn't spend a lot of time thinking about that one. I was like, ah, should I name myself something? No, no. Ah, branding. I hate that word, by the way. Do you hate it too? You hate it too, right? I, I have to use it sometimes, but I, I don't like it. Just, same with, I, I, I will say I'm a content creator. Yeah. I've, I've said content three, like three or four times in this podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, I hated that I just said that. <laughs> but it becomes the way of it, you know, when I started working at, uh, at Defy Media, uh, the, the craziness over there and Screen Junkies, it was a great learning experience because I had been on the outside and on an independent mm-hmm. vibe and you suddenly find yourself in a meeting going, oh, we got to get the end card there and didn't get that bug. And right. then yeah, the did. vocabulary just like seeps in. Ooh, yeah. I mean, I'm watching this Nexium documentary right now and that, that the vocab is seeping in. I have to like, I have to, I need a glossary of terms to figure out what the heck they're talking about sometimes. 
philosophy of terms uh, and learn the life lessons. You've done a great job, sir. More soon. Uh, Knapsack Files fans, do me that favor. Do me that solid. Show Scott the Knapsack Files community is strong. Head over, subscribe to his channel. Uh, even if you are like, hey, I, I don't want to be an actor. There's life lessons <laughs> stuff in there. There's great stories. There's life lessons in there. Really professionally put together, uh, all from the comfort of his own home and i uh support it here and endorse it here so thank you again scott thank and you absolutely knapsack files fans stick around the show will roll on hey y'all what's going on this is kojak I create music that can be found both on YouTube and SoundCloud, and now I'm a recent streamer on Twitch. So if you're looking for some chill instrumentals, check me out on YouTube and SoundCloud under KOJQ. And for some laughs, you can check my Twitch page under KO underscore JQ. Everyone, please be safe and thank you. Best in pop culture art, sleek designs, and some of the best brand logos around. Shop G9 Design on Tee Public and represent the electrifying art of Janine Bryce with a shirt, wall art, and more. Go to tpublic.com slash user slash G9 Design. And while you're searching the G9 Design storefront, check out Janine's show, It's a Wonderful Podcast, available right here on Anchor and wherever podcasts are found. Thanks again, and thanks from the bottom of my heart to Scott Antonucci for coming on into the virtual Knapsack Files studio. You know, I use Zencaster. Not a sponsor. I use the free uh, version of it. And it works very well. Force Center has lived on in this lockdown pandemic situation because of Zencaster. So is the Knapsack Files anytime I have a guest on. And sometimes, you know, it, it, it depends a lot on their mics, uh, the internet connections, all those kind of things. Scott sounded the best. He's got a great home setup. Good stuff. Uh, great voice. Glad to have him in here. And, you know, it's true. We're not lying. 2013. December 2013. So it was almost 2014 is when we first, uh, the words were first exchanged. Hey, you should come on my podcast is what I said. It is, I think, the longest dangling invitation I've ever had. I have a few, a few out there. It's a schedule thing. And time goes. I cannot believe we're in September. I missed some Patreon shows this month. I apologize because I legitimately thought on Monday that it was August 27th, which is weird because I knew I had even the interview with Scott scheduled on September 1st when we recorded. I knew I was doing a baseball podcast talking about the trade deadline, but mentally time has no meaning right now. Time has no meaning. It's just one of the many things going on. And I am fully aware there's a lot going on in the world right now. I am always plugged in. Always reading, always educating, always uh, seeing what's going on out there. Just uh, right now here in the Knapsack Files, I want to concentrate a little bit on uh, hanging out with you all, entertaining you all, maybe provi providing some insights. And, and and matters of the heart are what's always on my heart. Uh, is that a, That's not a pun, right? That's a just a bad sentence structure. I would, I would edit that if I was writing. If I was using one of Scott Antonucci's YouTube scripts, that's what I would do. So, point being, 
Thanks for listening here in the Knapsack Files. Uh, I, I, I always recommend you just uh, always look outside yourself and see what's going on out there in the world. Spread some kindness, empathy, compassion, understanding. Stand your grounds. Have your beliefs and convictions, but treat humans like humans. Treat the folks out there just like you. Soul trying to get through this earth. I want to thank everyone who supports me on Patreon. It means a lot more than you could ever understand. And I want to especially thank my executive producer supporters. It's Thomas Risling, Lethal Logan X, Matt Thompson, Nathan Ovidale, Ty Schellenberger, Chad Benefield, Tommy Terry Green, Jonas Berger, and Old Handsaw, Zach Taylor, Reginald, and Ferris Muthana. I appreciate all of you, uh, but my executive producers uh, are here and invested in me in a top tier, and it means a lot. Anyone in the TNF boardroom, which is tier six, seven, and eight, can submit a Knapsack Files brand ID audio file through Discord or Patreon to be used on Saturday Night Knapsack. And uh, anyone tier seven or eight can submit a comedy pre-roll, usually at my expense, for Saturday Night Knapsack. Give that show a listen if you haven't switched over there as well. Go to KenNapsack.com for information on all the crazy things I do, including if you're listening at the release of this show and not months later, big live comedy show, a virtual live comedy show from the Viper Room, Mark Ellis and Friends, Josh McCook and I co-hosting, and we are uh, uh, going to be broadcasting from the Viper Room on Sunset Strip in Hollywood, West Hollywood out there, so you can buy a virtual ticket it will be up to watch a couple days after you buy the ticket. If you can't, if you're working or you got something going on at 7 p.m. Pacific Saturday night, September 5th. If you're listening months later, it was a great show. Also, if you're on KenNapsack.com, I say it a lot, but please do consider going to uh, the charity spotlight tab and uh, consider checking out one of the charities that are close to me or uh, the hearts of listeners and even friends of mine. Uh, there's Magic Wheelchair, which is recommended by by my pal Michelle Boyd. There is uh, the Be a Match, uh, the bone marrow donor, which is mine. I'm actually a, a bone marrow d- a donor and, and almost uh, did did match someone once. And it's, uh, unfortunately, the situation changed and, and they didn't need, need my marrow anymore. But, uh, you know, get plugged in with something out there. Again, think outside yourself. Uh, it helps too. So, but hey, I'll get off the soapbox there. We'll uh, get getting ready to get on out of here. Uh, uh, as I always say, I just, this is my closing of the show. The interview with Scott was great. I really enjoyed how it came out, how it sounded. This is just me basking. This is just me popping a beer and hanging out with all of you here on the Knapsack Files. So, yeah, all right. We're going to go. That's what we're going to do. I'm going to wrap it up, and I'll let you get on with your life. How's that sound? Does that sound good? All right. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Knapsack Files. It's time, baseball fans. The new podcast feed, Box Score Heroes, has arrived. This is the new home of the show, Behind the Bag, with Kat Napsok and Tom Dagnino. And is also the place to find shows like The Legends of the Wax Packs, the only baseball power rankings you need, and My Favorite Baseball, a nostalgic look back at the game we all love, and more. Find the podcast feed on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are found. Box Score Heroes is your podcast home for everyone with 
a passion for all things baseball.